0: Good morning, good evening, good night, whatever it is. Welcome to a very, um, uh, you know, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna get straight to it. Yes, yeah, this is the random podcast. Um, this is episode four, season two. So, if you haven't noticed, or if this continuation of the previous tweet, so there's a lot of been, there's been a lot of people coming forward. Uh. With their stories of sexual abuse, sexual assault, or just playing out disgusting behavior in the Smash and in, in in various industries, um, but today I'm going to speak about specifically um, a situation in the Smash Brothers community. So, if you didn't know, there's a lot of Smash like celebrities that had accusations brought up against them, and it makes me reiterate a very valid point. Um, so, if there is a instance of, and this, I mean, this this can be taken with a grain of salt, but in all honesty, like, given, like, the facts, like, the internet's not really a good place for things to go out because it changes the way how accusations work, and, like, you know, the whole da- the collection process, because you have a lot of people, especially fandom, I mean, like, I can equate them to rabbit dogs um, at this point, because like, it, it, there's no logic, there's no rhyme, there's no reason. They, if they are big fans of someone that had accusations, they're going to demand proof, but that's the thing. So, if someone's coming forward with a accusation, that means that they overcame that drama enough to face what's happened to them. And that's something not a lot of people can actually do. And when you factor in things like that, you just you really have to take a step back and just be like, okay, they came forward, you know, that's fucked up depending on the severity of it. And that's the thing. You can't marginalize, like, well, you know, this person got, you know, sexually assaulted, but this person uh, had something else done to them. It doesn't matter the depth. The fact that it happened impacts them a different way. And th- that's that's basically what it comes down to. You can't justify, or you can't say oh, well, it's not as bad because, you know, this person... You can't compare the same. Two people going through similar situations will have different outcomes. Um, It really depends on them as a person. It depends on, like, their age. There's so many factors to calculate that. And the fact that no matter what, it doesn't make sense, especially with the nature of what's going on, for people to... The victim. The fact that someone came forward with their story of um, sexual harassment, sexual abuse, like, okay, I'm going to be completely honest with you. By the Federal Bureau of Inspection's own definition of sexual assault, if you show someone porn against their consent, it's literally sexual assault. It doesn't matter. That's literally a definition, it's a legal federal definition. Now, if you think that's okay, if you think that's um if you think oh that's that's exaggerating blah, you can look it up. You can fact check this because here's the thing. If you really think it's it's okay where it's like oh blah blah blah. You have to understand, right? You have to really understand. Someone that's young and I mean, the information is out public, but there's a there's a celebrity there's a Smash Brothers celebrity named Zero. Um quite personally I didn't watch his content. I was never really interested. The only people I was kinda interested in the Smash Community were Mewtwo King, Hungrybox, Box, Um, Armada. And that's pretty much it. Mainly because, you know, they're the big the biggest three, and honestly, Hungrybox Box would be the one that pulled ahead mainly because someone threw crab at him and that I mean that was funny as shit. It was fucked up, but you know, crab battle. Um but with that being said, Zero was kinda like big with like Smash 4 uh ultimate scene like he's considered like a hot like he he's he's no spring chicken. He's actually decent at the game. Now the problem is A lot of people are like, oh, well, you know, the person he harassed back when he was 19 or so. I mean, okay, I'm just gonna be honest with you. If he shows porn since he showed porn to artist named Jisoo, uh, that's sexual assault that by the definition of federal of the FBI, that's literally sexual assault. Um, Since he assaulted uh, Jisoo, I mean, like she came forward, she was young. She was 14, and as much as I would like to crack a Danny Phantom joke, I have to just point out, like, the fact that he had that type of interaction with a 14-year-old, and he, the thing is, it doesn't matter what, well, actually, no, you can't, you can't really justify anything. Uh, You can't spin the wheel, you can't spin the narrative. It, if you're not, like... Honestly, like thinking back, like growing up, I don't think it's been like any capacity. Like, there's no way, no way in hell it it was ever acceptable to show someone of the opposite sex, like porn, even as a joke, even if it's hentai, even because hentai could hentai is wild. I'm just gonna put that out there. Hentai is completely wild, and the fact that, like, I'm just like. I'm personally, like, appalled at the whole situation, because I I sat down, I watched it unfold, like, I kind of like, like, from studying sociology, one of the biggest things is you, you have to look at things objectively, you have to sit there, and you have to watch and observe, you know? And I can't be completely objective, because first off, you know, reading accusations and seeing the, the multiple responses from Zero just to come out to say, like, oh yeah, blah 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 blah, but at the same time, the way he, he worded it gave left him with a platform where people still were in support of him, even though he admitted he sexually assaulted someone, even if it's not physically, it's a mental assault. It, like, it, 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 it disgusts me. Like, you can't really spin it any way else than he's, I can't even say he's manipulative, because the thing is, like, in order to be manipulated, you would have to not get caught, I mean, okay, no, let me, that's setting the bar too high, obviously, you have to set the bar low, since, you know, he's obviously a disgusting piece of shit, I'm gonna be honest, like, I'm not cutting, I'm not, I'm not softening blows, I'm not, I'm not not leaving the kitty blows on, what he did was completely unacceptable, And the fact that he also did it to someone else, who... uh, uh, The initial screenshots made it look like, oh, initially, you know, he didn't know the person was underage, and then things progressed, and he found out, and he kind of talked a little bit, and then afterwards, he stopped. Okay, now that... What that narrative presented, I'm like, okay, but when... The full narrative came out, and he knew from the jump that sh- the person was underage. There's no justification. Like, that's an instant no go. I remember in high school, there was someone that made the joke, and I looked at the joke, and I'm like, hey, hey, dog, it- would it be weird if I started dating a 13 year old? And we all looked at him, and we we're like, bro, we'll beat the shit out of you. Like,. <laughs> <laughs> we will all collectively beat the shit out of you, and I'm not saying like, oh, you know, violence is the key, but at the same time it let him know that not only is that not acceptable, it is it is violently unacceptable um which which uh which blew my mind because it's like you know, I thought that was common sense, I thought it was honestly common sense, like With the whole age gap argument, like me personally, I date within three years. If they're, if they're not, if they're younger than three years, I don't talk to them. If, and I, I mean, I'll date up to ten years, uh, like older, you know. But three years younger, that's that's this kind of thing. When I hit like twenty, that was a little bit of a stretch, you know. I I kind of cut it down to two because that's weird. I'm gonna be honest with you, that's weird. Like, I was in college. And, like, at the end of high school, if I was dating, like, a 16-year-old... First off, like, I'm going to college. That's not really... That's not a relationship. That's just... No. Yeah, I can't even see that. Like, the youngest person I dated in high school was younger. She did lie about her age, but then she turned, like, legally acceptable after... Like, it, it, it was a weird situation where I was, like... 16, 17, and she lied about her age, she said she was 15, but she was really 14, it was like two years, you know, but at the same time, like, that's the, even if I was a minor, that was still weird to me, because even then I was like, nah, that's that's a little too, it's a little too much, um, but, like, being complete, honest with you, like, going over the entire situation, going through all, like, I, before I even started the podcast, I read through 64 pages of this shit. I read 64 pages of someone ripping apart the bullshit that Zero did. Because if you didn't know, the first, when the first accusation came out, Zero released a statement. Kind of deflected things, it didn't really address the situation. It kind of was like, hey, you know, I don't remember this, here's my receipts. And I'm like, I'm thinking, like, okay, you know, that's, that's interesting, and then someone else came forward, and then someone else that lived in the house came forward. And I was like, okay, hold on, let me see, let me see the correlation, you know, because sometimes you gotta be a little bit careful, you have to be a little objective, you're like, okay, you know, more information was added to the situation, you need time to process that. You need time to read that. You read through it, and you're like, okay, hold the fuck up. Something's kind of sketch. Second statement gets released. A little bit longer. Doesn't really address shit. Kind of bullshit. And then, more information came out. With screenshots from an underage person, and him hitting on them, and honestly, like, I don't know the proper term. I want to say it's like sexual abuse. It's like... If you're, it's soliciting. I want to say it's soliciting. It's soliciting. Uh, it's contributing to the delinquency of a minor in some cases. I want to say I don't know if that's a proper terminology. Basically, it's when you're making, you're convincing or like using your position of power. Because he was using like his fame to kind of influence the interaction between the the girl in question. Um. Now I'm going to be completely honest with you. That power dynamic, and I lot the thing is throughout everything, everyone's been throwing out the word power dynamic like a bingo word. You have to understand like the context of how to use and the impact of what it means for that. Now, in this case, right, we're looking at everything, and we're like, okay, so, so if you if you think about it like this, zero is famous. Zero has a following. Zero has you know, some fame. He is known in the Smash community. He has, he's won several tournaments. You know, he's some hot shit. A fan comes up like, oh my god, this is fucking surreal. One of my idols is talking to me. That's a power dynamic right there. The fact that you have someone that's a celebrity and you're, and you have a fan who's idolizing this person, meaning they're put on a prof- a pedestal. So if you think if you want to equate that to like maybe like a relationship, the honeymoon phase, quote unquote, where you know you look past your flaws, you're like oh my god, I finally found someone, blah 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 blah. You're like, okay, it's worse. It's actually it's it it's significantly worse because the little things here and there you don't realize till years down the line. You don't realize until things start when the person isn't smooth because you have to understand zero is an awkward person and i say that because you know reading throughout like his different interactions watching past videos i realize he's an awkward person and it's kind of like it was okay because he's like ah you know he he grew up in a he grew up in a different culture a different environment um and he was okay no 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 you can't you can't just what certain things can't justify others you know, you can't let things slide because you're like, oh, well, you know, this person's just like that. Because if you let that person slide, you have to let everyone else slide. And that's the type of that's the type of uh, I don't even want to say slippery slope because I feel like that's not accurate. That's not accurate to say. But at the same time, like this, is kinda, I'm going off in of no sleep. I'm going off in of no sleep. I, w- I was up all night. I was reading. I was reading comics. I'm not going to lie. I was reading fucking comics. And I <laughs> and uh like I shit you not. I look and I'm just like okay. So going back, right? I'm just I'm just gonna read. Uh, okay, I'm just gonna read because I, I feel like I'm I'm a little bit like detracting because of like I'm tired and I'm like not keeping it coherent. So I'm this is me putting it back on track. So I'm gonna read Zero's final confession, quote unquote. He put, "I have to come clean. Hey, I can't sleep and just." can't take this back and forth. I don't think it makes sense to keep this going. I want to keep this all to stop and for me to at least atone. I also want people to stop defending me. I don't deserve it. Katie, the screenshot you guys were wondering about the ice cube thing, it's true. The claims that Katie makes are true in general. There are no graphic pictures of anything of the sort, but it's unforgettable Regardless, I just want to be clear about here. There's one more girl I spoke in 2014 period a little earlier. Her name is Blank. Originally, she never told me she was underage. She said she was older than me. I have a screenshot of this, but it doesn't matter. nor would make it better. But years later, she contacted me and said she was actually underage. I apologized to her privately recently, and I told her about how I absolutely feel terrible about it. There's no graphic pictures or anything either that were exchanged, and from she's from another country. I really want to atone... And I just want this discussion to stop. I'm not a good person, and it doesn't matter how terrible my life was. I did terrible things, and that's the end of it. I don't deserve for people to defend me. I'm working right now to uh, I'm working right now to obviously lose my sponsorship or any type of thing like that. I'm obviously not making more videos in general as well. I love you guys, please don't be like me. please don't forgive me either. I won't forgive myself either. Now you have to understand you have to understand. Let's go back. Now, you have to understand. With everything presented, the first... Uh, what? Three sentences. No, four. The four sentences. Hey, I can't sleep, and I just want to... I can't take this back and forth. That doesn't show remorse. That's like, hey, you know, I'm just tired of this conversation. Yeah, I did it. That... Like, if... If you really want to be, like, mean, like in the business world you have whenever you're presenting a pitch or anything you have 7 seconds to make your point the first 7 seconds are the key moments of anything now with that being said you're just like okay wait hold on so you're telling me he can't sleep and because he can't sleep cuz he's bothered by the the conversation of what he's did and the fact that people are still arguing because he couldn't come forward it, keep in mind this is the third statement he And he kept it going, meaning he realizes the previous two statements were bullshit. And this is him admitting the previous two statements were bullshit, and he was stringing things along to try not to be canceled. So he was protecting his ass. Now, okay, you obviously want to protect your ass. That is understandable. But at the same time, you have to understand this. So, he's trying to save his ass but with the previous two statements. I don't feel like reading it. I'm not honestly... If I wanted to read bullshit, I would read (laughs) the current news. Now, with that being said, you know, not to throw shade or anything. If you look at the the situation in a whole, in the entirety, let's let's look at the big picture. Famous person? Okay, let me rephrase that. C-list at C to B-list celebrity, right? In the scene, I wouldn't say he was one of the Smash gods. He's not the OGs, you know? But at the same time, like he has a little bit of clout. He's no, he's he's not nobody. He's known; people know his name, you know. Now the issue is, right? This is this is the, this is the key issue. He wanted to protect himself. He's like, hey, I don't want to lose my sponsors. Hey, blah 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 blah. I don't want this. I don't want that. But here's the thing. Once the initial statement made by Jizu came out. Your options are literally, one, instantly, you know, contact your sponsor, contact your manager, and be like, hey, the situation's happened, I don't know the full extent, here's my receipts, I need advice, I need help. You are not, as a person, it, it literally boils down to, it's either you try to cover your ass the proper way, or you just come out and be like, look, it happened like this. There's no there's no sugarcoating it, there's no spinning narrative, it's either you ask for help, and people release a statement, and they settle it off off the internet, because, as I said earlier, once you take it to the internet, things become a little bit difficult because it changes the way things work now, you might think you might think to yourself like well if he goes to so if he goes to a sponsor, wouldn't they just drop him? You have to understand if he's if he makes enough money, if he brings enough clout." they'll try to help him. Or if it's a professional team, they'll try to help him. But at the end, they would be like, hey, we, w- in fact, uh, there was a statement released by his team, uh, Tempo Storm. They said, we're cutting ties with him. But before we do, we're getting him professional help. That's completely respectable. And I respect you, Tempo Storm. That, that's something that, personally, I would have in my own, in my own company when I eventually establish one. Now, that being said, right? If you're able to actually, you know, come forward and be like, all right, it happened like this, this the receipts, this, this. I'm sorry. No matter what, you still have to go tell your sponsor. Or you still have to tell your manager. Because at the end of the day, they have to deal with it. Now, what a lot of people don't realize is, right? Let's say all this shit happened. All these these stories came forward. Uh... Well, here's the thing. Uh people are forgetting something. This is like people are like, oh you know, that's their livelihood, they lose their, their jobs, blah 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 blah. No, no, it, it's it's way worse than that. So here's the thing. At this point, you now have the law involved. And you know the law is gonna look at you and be like You did this to you did what to a kid? And you are now officially a sex offender. And your life is ruined should you feel bad no that's your own fucking fault i'm gonna i'm gonna be completely honest with you here there's no okay i'm using zero as the example and i'm i'm, I'm specifically focusing on zero because there's so much information and I, of course you know i'll actually not be lazy for once and put links in the description for this uh podcast but at the same time let's keep Keep it completely G with you. Now, you might think at the very end of it all, you're like, okay, you know, what do you mean you're focused on Zero? What does that have to do? Zero came out and tried to use um, his life. Now, I'm not, I'm not minimizing what happened to him. I think whatever happened to him was, you know, really fucked up, and he should seek professional help. And it does take years for someone to come to terms what happened to them and even start to fathom it. But at the same time, there could be underlying uh, behaviors that develop without the knowledge of the person that, you know, it happened to. So someone could be abused or, you know, neglected or sexually abused or whatnot, you know. And I'm not down, keep my eye repeat, I'm not downplaying this. I'm just saying they can be. Abused, and they don't come to terms with it. And as their life lives on, the consequences of what happened to them, because they were in such a toxic environment, they think it's normal. They don't think it's wrong. They think this or that. It emerges in certain behaviors, and it emerges in in, uh, in characteristics of personality. Now you might ask like oh what's the what's the basis of this what's the what's the science what's the psychology behind this um I mean yeah you can look it up it's it's probably not too far off the mark i just I'm just going off a of personal experience i've had personally speaking i'm gonna i'm gonna be i'm gonna sidetrack and, p- and pause real quick on the whole zero situation and I'm going to provide a brief foray of my life. I've had horrible, terrible things happen to me. And I say this, and I'm dead serious, and it may seem like, oh, you know, I'm brushing off, because I minimize things, and I know I minimize things. It, it it took me years. It took me years. It actually, the funny thing is, the reason why I say it, it develops in patterns is because I let people walk over me, because I was in a really toxic environment, and I was always put down, and I was always made to feel like I was I wasn't shit, so I re- I equated that to normal behavior of oh my friends have to treat me like shit in order for me to be like shit. Oh I have to buy shit for my friends to buy their friendship, otherwise we're not friends. Oh, I have to I have to be accepted by people. I have to prove I'm someone worth hanging out with because at home I have to prove myself as a person and then it it, it, it kinda snowballs and then I got to college and I was free. I was free from that toxic environment. But all that damage was done. And I became a, a horrible alcoholic. I went to parties. I just kind of didn't care. Like, it got really bad. Like, I I almost died several times. I got really sick at one point, and I didn't care if I died. Honestly, my girlfriend at the time, if she wasn't there, I would have died. So thank you. And I'm not saying this as, like, you know, I'm not trying to brush it off. Like, I, I'm i really grateful for what she did. But at the same time, right, personally speaking, me describing just a little bit... I didn't even describe the full extent of what happened. I just described a little bit. And I described what the consequences were. And this is from me, you know, talking with people. This is me talking to psychologists at the school. This is me talking to when I was able to afford therapy. This is... Me seeing constant behaviors that are reoccurring in my life and recognizing the causes and linking it so I can look forward and recognize the problem so I can move forward by addressing the problem and working to resolve it. That being said, let's focus on the Zero situation. He never had that help. It's really unfortunate. However, it doesn't excuse what he did. Now, a lot of people are like, oh, well, you know, that's... That's a bad take. No, it's not a bad take because no matter what, no matter what happens to you, happens to you, uh, and I feel really goofy for saying like some movie type logic. If you don't, if you don't see the problem as problematic, yet people are telling you it's problematic, then you should probably stop and ask yourself, "Hey, is this okay?" if... Like I might be okay with this, but is this okay with that person? Because no matter what, let's say if I tell a joke and it might be a sexist joke. I'm not actually no, actually fuck it. This is the perfect example. A joke told back in 2010 isn't funny in 2020. it it, it, it that's that's it. That's the example that that's, that that should ge- paint you a clear ass picture. Because if you were made to say a gay joke back in 2010 people were like haha that's funny but if you make a gay joke in 2020 people were like oh wait hold up that's fucked up you're wrong for that and you can't say anything other than yeah that's pretty wrong because first off it's mocking people for their sexual orientation and it's and it's normalizing mocking them cuz that's what it really did i mean i can go into the whole like psych- the the psychology of like how the school system design designed to like punish people that are normal that break the mold, but I'm not. We're focusing on one topic, and that topic is zero. Now, from what I've seen, right, and I, you know, I'm mostly focusing on zero because it, it's a lot. I want to say of the sixty-four page document, fifty-nine pages are dedicated to it. Zi- no, I'm sorry, like fifty pages are dedicated to. Z- to zero that's 50 pages with screenshots and messages now uh here's the thing um the biggest issue here is the fact that he hid what he did and he didn't feel remorse for what he did now if you might say, "Oh, that's a that's a stretch, Melty." No, it's not a stretch because here's the thing. You gotta you gotta understand something here. If you really think that it's okay, and if you really think that uh, you really think it's 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 a common feeling, like, "Oh, you didn't re- feel remorse." You released three statements. Here's the thing. And I'm I'm saying this and. I kind of feel bad saying this, but real recognizes is real. I know I can be manipulated. I can be manipulative at times. I can spin narratives. I worked in business. I'm African American male that <laughs> got reco- that got recruited to a upper management role at a high school and had to prove myself and talk to racist old white men. That being said you pick up some traits here and there and everything he's doing is basic PR. Now I, I forget to mention that even though it may not look like it and it may look like, like I'm lazy with like the advertising stuff. I understand marketing. I worked at a marketing firm. It, it's funny cause I actually worked at a marketing firm and part of that is PR. If someone fucked up customer service is literally PR. Oh, I'm sorry. My, I'm sorry. Our employee, uh, our our employee drove their car into your storefront. How can we uh help you? Uh, we can we can rectify this. Um, well, first off, we already contacted our insurance. and Everything's being paid for. Um, we're also offering free counseling because it can be traumatic, uh, for the employees that for your employees to w- uh, witness you know something that traumatic, and at that point you know. We do we are also, you know, waiving the contract fees. If you want to do business with us, you know, we do appreciate it, but we completely understand what we're gonna do is we're gonna make this right. At the end of the day, it was our fault, it was our employee. We offered a service, we guaranteed our quality, the quality wasn't delivered, and now we're making <laughs> we're making things right. Now if you're like, well, how does that equate to this? He had three statements. Three statements. The first one was like, "Don't worry, guys. Like this is what happened. I don't think it's like that. You know, I don't remember." Second statement. Oh, well, I'm not really quite sure. Uh, the screenshots. Like, I don't have access to them. Like, I don't remember. I remember her saying she was. Uh, third, third statement. Yeah, I can't sleep. I can't. I have to go. I'm tired of going back and forth. And at that point, if you think about it in this a business sense, right? The third statement—I I mean, literally the first—the the first fucking paragraph, the first like four, five sentences—is literally him saying it. I, and I, I shit you not, it literally translates to, "I'm tired of going back and forth. My sponsor's already made a statement. Fuck it." Because at that point, you—I guarantee someone from his team. Someone from his sponsor spoke to him like, Hey, bruh, like, you're getting cut, but we're gonna help you, but at the same time you gotta come out with a statement. You have to show you have to you gotta give us some wiggle room to believe you that you know, you're willing to change. Now at that point you're like, Well, that's kinda fucked up. Like, oh well, you know, uh I thought you said you respected Temple Storm. Yeah, I, I no, I respect Temple Storm for making him come forward. Now the person in, the person in question there's no respect like the bar was low but holy fuck like this was it was a slapshot ex- extent it was basically like hey you know fuck i i don't care anymore i don't make i don't make videos anymore i you know i think the second statement he said that he's banning himself from tournaments from his own accord but there's nothing stopping him from going to the tournaments in the first place so, with that being said, I mean, yes, there's people that... Actually, no, let me rephrase that. There's now a system in place. I know, I, I hear the applause, too. I'm like, oh my god, people finally use some common fucking sense and have a fucking disciplinary board. Holy shit. Now, if you think... <laughs> Now, if you think it's <laughs> a disciplinary board, keep in mind, When did Smash? When did Smash uh, tournaments come out? Uh, I want to say they were like what two thousand five. There's a documentary. I'll go and watch the documentary on the history of Smash by the tournaments. But two thousand five. It's twenty twenty. It's fifteen years. Fifteen years to have a document. A disciplinary board. Any business has rules in place and checks and balances so shit doesn't hit the fan. It's kind of amazing that all these years, there hasn't been a disciplinary board. All the tournament organizers hasn't had a system in place. Fuck, uh, for fuck's sake, and I, I know this is a little bit off topic, but for fuck's sake, the, the fucking meme of the Smash Brothers tournament was the fact that they didn't know what the fuck deodorant was. And it... And I shit you not, it's a literal rule at Evo where people have to take a shower and have to fucking use fucking deodorant. And from that point, you know, looking back on it, if they can't even fucking. <laughs> if they struggled with fucking body order to this day, and at this point, they had all these actions of sexual assault, all these. all these instances. Like, bro, that's like, that. that's disturbing, and it's really poorly organized, and the fact that all this shit had to happen, like, literally, I shit you not, it's, it gives me a headache. Because the thing is, like, I don't consider myself part of the fighting game community, I dislike tournaments, like, I'm not gonna lie. For the longest time, me, me playing my friends, my friends, they went to tournaments, you know, they were good. I played against my friends, I held my own. So by association, I can hold my own and other people, cause against other people that aren't outside my friend circle. That being said, you know, I just didn't like the whole thing. Like I literally ran re- in college. I literally ran a fucking, uh, cl- gaming club, and we threw tournaments. And during our fucking like get-togethers or. Our our land parties, we were just, I would just be like, hey, like, make it a safe, inclusive environment. What do you mean? Don't do some, don't do tournament shit. What do you mean, tournament shit? I'm like, hey, bruh, if you're playing against someone brand new, you shouldn't fucking be wave dashing and sp- spine sparking. I, I honestly, I want people to be able to fucking pick up Smash Brothers and be like, I'm playing this person because this is my favorite character. Fuck that tier list shit. People came here to have fun. They came here for a good time. They didn't come here for money. If, the, if this shit was here for money, then you go for money. But I shit you not. It, that type of mentality, and I know that might not be the same experience you have in other fighting game to, uh, n- tournaments organized by other organizations, but at the same time, I, I, knew, I knew little to nothing about organizing tournaments. And I, I'm going to be honest with you, it's... I had a disciplinary board, though. If someone was problematic, I literally kicked them out. And I banned them, and I reported them to judicial affairs. And best believe, I t- people thought I was joking until I literally had the fucking director of judicial affairs show up to a fucking turn, and be like, Hey, guys! You fuck up? I'm on your ass. And of course... You know, they didn't say that, but at the same time, like, that's what they basically said, but in a really polite way. Um, But that being said, it took, the fact that it took them 15 years to actually establish, like, a disciplinary board or, like, a directory of problematic players, like, first off, if you didn't have this already, like, I shit you not, and I know this is a little bit, this is continuing to off track, like, low-tier god, I I shit you not, should have been banned... From so many tournaments, from how he behaves as a person, and like how he got banned from Capcom tournaments, and then how the person that he insulted that got him banned got banned. Like that whole that whole situation was was fucking messy, and it was just it was poorly executed. And honestly, I look back and I'm just like, "Fuck you guys and the horse you ran on. You don't you don't fucked up. You don't even know what the fuck you're doing, and you're professionals." And that's what pisses me off. That, at the end of the day, outside of, like, the sexual assault, the, ex- the excuses, the lying, the manipulation of, like, a person that had horrible shit happen to them, but they perpetuated. And they didn't ask themselves, would this person like it? Is it common courtesy to ask someone to think, hmm, maybe this person wouldn't like this. This might not be their cup of tea. Well, maybe I shouldn't do this. Like, for fuck's sake. Like, there's so many situations that could be done with proper conversation. And if, you know, if Zero talked to people, you know, eventually, you know, with his awkward self, and uh, you might think I'm a little bit mean, and yes, I'm being mean because I'm actually mad. This is me mad. Hey, Melty's mad. Guess what? This is what he sounds like. He sounds like a sarcastic asshole because he realizes that there's no justifiable case. And you're like, oh, well, let let me break it down to you. And let me break it down to you. And I know I was going to talk about Low-Tier God. Low-Tier God should have just been banned from the get-go from his problematic behavior. Going back to the Zero situation, I'm going to be completely fucking honest with you. The fact that someone like this got away with this and dragged out for days and had the victim go through death threats. First off, I don't even have to get mad at the people making death threats because I don't have expectations for them. For me, they're 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 just keyboard warriors that don't know what the fuck they're talking about. And if they're ignorant, then you can't really blame them. Like you can blame them, but you can't expect shit from them because the bar doesn't exist. Now, a public figure, you live in a fucking glass bowl, and if someone comes forward with this type of situation you talk to someone above you, you talk to a professional you seek help because at the end of the day unless it's a false accusation it doesn't justify lying because the minute you lie any leeway you have disappears and all that's left is a pot the pile of shit you are now you know that that's come to think of it that's a little bit harsh actually i understated how i felt so i'm going to leave it at that but let's move to the second part sky williams sky williams is <sighs> It hurt. It hurts my heart to say this. I actually enjoyed his content. When I first started playing League, I watched his content. I watched this whole thing. You know, I didn't even know part. Like I, I knew he liked Smash Brothers. I knew he got invited to events, but I didn't know he was. I didn't know of the Sky House. First off, let's talk about the Sky House, where he, where most of like the the big names of Smash lived at one point. You had, like, what, up to, like, 10, 15 people in a three-bedroom house? Let me, let me explain something to you. Sky, I got a lot of love for you. I do. I have a lot of love for you. As a person. As a fellow black person. But at the same time, you fucked up. And there's a lot of shit that you have to go out. And, like, this is before you even release your statement. You're not, I'm not saying that you're responsible for every situation, because, you know, a vast majority of the the sexual, the the accusations came out at Sky's house. Now, speaking specifically about the Jisoo situation, right? I'm going to say this reading the conversations between both Sky and in Jisoo, the first thought that came to my head was he's scared. He's scared because he doesn't even believe himself. And I'm not saying this to cancel. I'm not saying to in- insight cancel because there's a few people that w- listen to this podcast. Shit, I feel like no one's going to listen to this podcast, even if I put it out. And the people that do fucking put it out, listen to it, I fucking applaud you uh, because it's a rambling fucking mess. But at the same time, uh, Sky, let's just, let's just break it down, the situation. Um, you're nervous, you're scared, you're a wreck. You're gonna put out a huge-ass document that's gonna present your side of things. That's gonna dissolve you of some things, but at the same time, there's still damning evidence. Now, I know there's, like, someone with a against you, uh, I don't know the situation, I'm not going to comment on the situation, but at the same time, right, let's be real, my advice as a professional, as a professional black guy, to another person, or another black guy, that's a celebrity, all I can say is, you need to seek help. I know you've seeked help before, but you actually need to seek help. And I'd, I'll be more than willing to actually have a, a complete conversation with you. And I'm not going to sit there and attack you. I'll actually have a full-on dialogue with you. And it'll be completely off the record. I won't record shit. I, I'll sign an NDA. I don't give a fuck. But you need help because I can separate the art from the person. But looking at the person... And looking at you, Sky Williams, I can't really, like, I can't really see anything, like, realistically. Because the thing is, like, there's so many things that were revolving around that one house. And even with the evidence provided by Jizu, you can't really spin the narrative. And I'm not saying you should spin the narrative. Just own up to what you know. Don't spin it. Just present the truth. That's that's the only way you can go about doing it. Be like, hey, this is what happened. This is all the proof I have. This... Paints a better picture and then ignore the public reaction and focus on the more important reactions. Because if you're held liable, because you know that you know that once law enforcement's involved, that there, you know, people try to push the point fingers, be like, oh, blah, 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 blah. You have to make sure that you own up to your actions, own up to your mistakes. And that's about it. That's the best I can that's the best advice I can offer. And I and I say this, right? If you wanna speak, we can speak. And you might ask like who the fuck are you? I'm just literally someone that's been in the business world for a while and We're about the same age, I wanna say, I think. But at the same time like I may be someone that's trying to like build up and actually become like a a streamer and a podcaster and a secret translator, but at the same time well it's not a secret anymore, I need to remove that. Um out of concern for fellow human being. Because I'm not saying that you're innocent, but I'm not saying you're guilty, because I don't know the full details, I know the full sides, and I'm not the law, I don't have any jurisdiction or justification to even have the audacity to even make a judgment in the first place so with that being said i'm just concerned that's all and if i could have the opportunity to help someone that so be it if i can't i just hope someone in your close friend circle helps you because honestly getting seeing the reactions of the comments like People need to shut the fuck up. You're not, you're not, a. you're not, you're literally not anyone. You're not a fucking PhD. You're not a psychologist. You're not a fucking, you're not law enforcement. You're not the victims. That's the biggest thing. The people commenting, the people attacking, the people saying death threats, you're not the victim. Like, this goes back to my original statement of shut the fuck up. Just offer your condolences, offer your support, and if they reach out to you, support them. Don't make them feel ashamed for being a victim. It's not their fault. The fuck is wrong with you, Pete? I'm, I'm getting myself mad. But, all I'm saying is, I know this has been a little bit deep of topic, and I know this, this is the most I've done in like a two-part I mean, I can't even say this is part... I digress. I'm gonna go ahead and end the podcast here, but with that being said, this is Nolte Scarlet with the Random Podcast, and as always, stay classy, support your friends, and... don't live up to an excuse.